0: You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never assistance in Ramat B'shem, Israel 5781, 2021. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Shoftim, and the Parsha starts off, and the measure starts off, what is the concept of the Shoftim and the Shotrim, the judges and the policemen, who we are to appoint over the Jewish people? Verse 16, uh, I'm sorry, chapter 16, verse 18. You shall place judges and policemen in all of your gates, that Hashem your God is going to give to you for your tribes, and they shall judge the nation a proper and truthful judgment. So the midrash says two different concepts. It seems to be, they seem to be unrelated. And I believe if we look a little deeper at the concepts as they're presented, we will see that there's a depth and an incredible important lesson for us to be learned personally in this mitzvah, in this obligation to place judges and policemen over ourselves. So we have courts and we have judges. What is the halacha, says the Medrash, Let's say a person has a relative, a father, a son, who's a good judge, who's a competent judge. Is it permitted for a relative to be a judge, to preside over the case of his relative? <speaking in Hebrew> Our sages say as follows. These are the relatives. These are considered close relatives. Aviv <speaking in Hebrew> A person's father, his brothers, his uncles, from his father, from his mother, etc. Lama Kein, what is this coming to teach us? We find that when it comes to edus, when it comes to testimony, close relatives are considered no Abedabar, they're considered biased. We do not trust close, close relatives to bear testimony, to bear witness on their relative. El Keshem Shehakar Yiv Pasol, Cain who says the Medrash, just like a close relative is not permitted to be an aid, a witness for his relative, so too a close relative is not able, is not permitted to be a judge. Umar HaYi okay. Salaim King. So, where do we find this concept? So the Metricist is about to explain further, but before it does, I'd like to just share with you something that the Muforshim explained, and that is, that what is the concept? So on the surface of it, the Pashup shot the first then we would think, why can't my relative? Why can't my father be my judge? Why can't my son be my judge to preside over my case? Why does he have to recuse himself? So to speak he can't recuse. The Torah recuses him. Why is that? Why is that? So on the simple understanding of it, it's because he's no Gavada. He's biased towards me. He's gonna he's gonna do things either in my favor, and perhaps maybe he knows me so well he's going to do things worse than a regular judge would do. But the bottom line is that it seems that there's a bias. But the Mephoshim say that there's another aspect of it. And that is that there's a concept that fathers cannot bring about the death of their sons. And sons cannot bring about the death of their fathers. A judge, we need to understand it's not just in a case of a capital offense, uh, but it's in any case. A judge cannot, a father cannot be a judge for his son and cause him to receive the death penalty. Fathers don't do that. Sons cannot cause their father to get the death penalty. Sons don't do that. And in a similar way, when it comes to any judgment, it seems, we need to understand the depth of this, but it seems that it's not the place of a son to judge one's father, to bring about a judgment on his 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 monetary issues, or whatever other issues that are involved in a judgment. It's not the place of a son. It's not the place of a father to do that to his son. That is what the Torah is telling us. It's very interesting. It's not just to do with a bias. But it has to do with something that's out of order. It's not the right place. It's incorrect. For example, the halacha is that a, that a, a student is obligated to show respect to his teacher. And the minag is that in order to show deference to one's teacher, a student will speak to the teacher in third person. They will say, well, even though they're speaking directly to the rabbi, to the teacher, they'll say, what does the teacher want? What does the Rebbe want? Third person to show respect. But when it comes to a father or a mother, specifically it says in Halacha that one is not supposed to have that distance. One is not allowed to have that distance between a son and a father. A son does not speak to his father in third person. That's not the right order of things. And in a similar way, perhaps you can understand the Medrash and this concept, that a father cannot be a judge for his son. That's not the place of the father. The father's place is to guide the child. The father's place is to sometimes give musli to the child, to, to chastise the child when, when the child does something wrong. But the place of the father is not to judge. That level of judgment is reserved for others. Okay, hold on to that thought. Am Reb shimon Ben-Yechai, Shimon Ben-Yechai says, Another very interesting concept when it comes to judgment. Who are the ones, generally speaking? Who are the judges of the Jewish people? The Pasuk, the verse tells us in Deuteronomy, chapter 21, verse 5, that the Kohan, the priests, the sons of Levi, they are the ones that if you have a judgment that you need, you come to them. Why? Because Hashem chose them to serve the Levim, the Levites... The Kohan and the priests were chosen to serve in front of God. They're the ones who give blessings to the Jewish people. In the hierarchy, their correct place, the Kohan and the priests, their place is to be the judges. They're the ones who understand and, and search for the, the will of God, as is manifest in the Torah. And so they're the ones who, if you want to know the will of God, you come to them. When it comes to any argument between people, you need to know who is right. You come to them. A person has a negat saras if he has uh, an affliction of saras, which is a spiritual affliction. So the kohen is the one, the priest is the one who decides whether that affliction is considered saras and whether the person has to go through the entire ritual which is associated with it. Boy Ure says the manish come and see. Hikish negam lerevim virivim lenegam. We see that the verse places the concept of the Kohen deciding in regards to a negat the leprosy whether it's leprosy it places it next to the concept of the Kohen, the judge deciding in regards to a case between people just like in order to pass judgment upon a nega, a leprous um, blemish, in order to pass judgment, so it needs to be done in the daytime you have to see it so too any judgment has to be only in the daytime, or has to at least begin in the daytime. Just like when it comes to any judgments in regards to arguments between people, the judge cannot be someone who is a relative. prat When it comes to deciding about a leprosy, a leprous spot, a leprous area on the body, has to be done by someone who is not a Karev, not a close relative who is a Kohen. Okay, so that's concept number one. We see the concept of the Karev. the person who is a close relative, cannot be a judge. Arav Shemvigemliol says the Medrash. Another concept, which seems to be unrelated, but I, I believe that at the at the core of it, at the root of it, the base, at the root, the shayish here is a very important idea, and you see that in both ideas. Arav Shemvigemliol altihi malagleg budin according to other, others the Girs says Alti badin a person can't a person needs to be careful not to downplay in any way the importance of judgment the importance of din <inaudible> it's one of the three legs upon which the world stands <inaudible> our sages tell us and this is actually a Mishnah in Pir-Kiyavis, that the world stands upon three things what are they al-Hadin on judgment, the als and on speaking the truth, al and on peace? If you're missing these three things, take a look around the world today, and you'll see anywhere where these are lacking, there is big trouble. If you're missing judgment, proper judgment, proper courts, courts that are perhaps truly looking for the truth, courts that truly have power. So if you're missing that, you're in trouble. Your society's in trouble. If you're missing people who tell the truth, if everyone walks around saying lies, if the media is constantly saying lies, you're in trouble. And third of all is peace, a, a desire between people to, to live in harmony. If you don't have any of those three things, the world is shaky. You need to realize that if... It's not important to you to make sure that judgments are carried out correctly if the court system is not set up properly, the result will be that one of the legs of the world will fall and the whole world will become shaky. That's so important that's how important the concept of judgment is. The sages say not only is it something which is a foundation of the of the world. Of the social scene between people, and the community and society as a whole, but it's also true that the very kisei I covered, the throne of God's glory, one of the one of the foundations of that throne, is also din, is proper judgment. Me nine because the verse says, how do we know? Because the verse says in Psalms chapter eighty-nine verse fifteen, machain righteousness and judgment are the foundation of your throne. <inaudible> Kindness and truth come in front of you. You see the foundation of the throne of Hashem, of God, as it were, is righteousness and judgment. We need to have things be proper. Things need to be in their place. Without things being in their place, we have trouble. Amar <inaudible> Therefore God says, and now this this the Medrash comes back to our original verse which we quoted. Since the punishment, what happens if there's not proper judgment in the world? What happens if the courts are are all doing things that are improper? The courts are biased and they're busy with all kinds of Dreing They're running you they're running around, they're running people around, they're not doing things based on the real truth but rather based on biases etc we said that the whole world the foundations of the world shake the foundations of God's throne shake since that's the case have us here and be very careful that's why the Torah tells us that there's an obligation to place judges and policemen in all of your gates they have to make sure to judge people properly because without proper judgment, the world falls apart. Society falls apart. As Mephoshim say, in that Mishnah and us, there's a concept of yeshuva We want to have a running society. We want it that people aren't rioting and breaking into stores. We want that people aren't running around destroying each other, right? As Chazal tells us, if not for the fear of the government, so people would swallow each other alive it's essential to have true judgment to have courts to have rules, to have clear boundaries without those boundaries the society falls apart it's called Yishuv HaOlem we want the world, we want people their interactions to work and the only way it works is with proper boundaries, clear boundaries enforceable and enforced boundaries great example of this we want to talk about today you know, look at the rules. The rules, you have to have a mask, you don't have to have a mask, you have to get a vaccine, you don't have to get a vaccine. When, in, when the rules are enforced, then the, then the rules are really rules. When the rules are not enforced, the rules are meaningless. If we leave it for everyone to voluntarily do that which they're supposed to do, so to speak, things don't get done. Now, in trying to understand, how does the second part relate to the first part? The second part is saying the importance of Din. The importance and how the, the judgment, without proper judgment, so then the world falls apart. In the first section, we're talking about the fact that you can't have a Karev, you can't have a relative. Someone who's a relative can't be the one to come along and judge somebody who's his relative. What is the connection between these two concepts? And I I believe that if we think about it deeply, we can see that at the core of the first concept as well is the concept of Yishuv We're talking about the fact that you need to have proper boundaries. You need to have a proper order. Why? Because the human being has two possibilities. The human being left to his own devices will descend into chaos without a Torah to guide a person on an individual level and on a societal level, without rules and clear boundaries, people destroy each other, and people destroy themselves. Without those clear boundaries. Without those clear, there's a clear hierarchy. And the hierarchy is broken. So, the person becomes broken. The society becomes broken. And that, we could say, is the core of the issue in the Western world. It's very interesting. In the the Muslim world, the boundaries are very strong. The hierarchy is extremely clear. What is the result? <laughs> we could question if there's you know, such great order there as well, but look at a country like the UAE. You look at many, most of the countries except for Syria in the Arab world. The boundaries serve to create safety. Safety. When the boundaries are broken, when when things are not clear, it creates havoc, chaos. Look at what's going on in the United States of America. Look at what's gone on with the cancel culture, etc. It's created a terrible, terrible lack of boundaries. Look at the Western liberal society and their destruction of boundaries, the, the family, a man and a woman. They create children. They've created... The Western society has created a whole problem with that. And even even the fact that the man is the one who works, the woman is the one who takes care of the home, which is the traditional way things have always been. And that's the way that the Torah sets up the hierarchy for the Jewish people. That's been destroyed. Look how families have been destroyed throughout the Western world. I believe that is the issue, perhaps we could say, in the first section of the Mendrish. Because there the Medrash tells us that a father has a certain role. The father has a certain role and the son has a different role. The father cannot be the judge of his son and the son cannot be the judge of the father. What is the idea behind that? And I think it's connected to something which I heard from my Rosh Hashiva, He said that he was once asked by an irreligious person, or he was, it was stated by this irreligious person, that he really would like to become Religious Orthodox. However, because of the way that the Orthodox treat their women, he didn't want to do that to his daughter. He didn't want his daughter to have to be closed into a box, hidden away, and unable to be who she really is, to accomplish, to be successful in the world. Maharshi in responding to this issue, responding to, I don't know if we could call it a question, because it was more of a statement than a question. He said to this person, he said, Look, I want you to understand. In my home, said Rabbi Per, my wife is smarter than me. She's better than me in many, many ways. However, my wife wants me to sit at the head of the table, and she sits next to me. Why? Because it's the right thing for the children to see their father... To see the father sitting at the head of the table and the mother sitting next to him. There's a hierarchy. This is already me talking. Talking about the hierarchy. There's a certain natural order. And it's easy to get sidetracked with the concept of a natural order because not everything that's natural is good. Right? Animals destroy each other and they kill each other. That's not what a human being is supposed to do. But there's a certain natural sikhli. It makes sense. It's intellectual. There's a certain way that things are supposed to be, we know. And when they're not that way, something feels really off. It feels off. And that feeling of things are not in their right place is destructive. The father sits at the head of the table. The father is the one who goes out, he works and brings home the bread, so to speak, the money, the wife is the one. Naturally, naturally, Our society has destroyed this. The wife is the one who brings up the children, who's, generally speaking, the one who is involved in the home. Taking it a step further, the father has a certain specific role, and it's not to be a judge, as we said before. The father's role is to be a guide. The father's role is to give Musr, Shema Bani Musr Avicha. Listen, my son, to the guidance. The sometimes criticism of your father there's a certain place that the father has but it's not a judge and in order for society to run properly just like there needs to be clear boundaries clear hierarchy there needs to be judges in courts so too there needs to be a clarity in what is the job of a father what is the job of a son in his relationship with his father when those when the hierarchy is broken, when those rules are changed, it destroys the people. you know naturally, the way that a person usually feels about his relationship toward his father or her father is how that person usually feels towards God. It's a muscle it's a it's an analogy for us, and it's also true if the relationship is broken oftentimes. The relationship with God is also broken and so we need to understand especially in coming into the Yemei in a certain sense we do understand that God is a judge we know that that's true Rosh Hashanah is a time of judgment for the Jewish people for the entire world God sits on his throne of judgment and at the same time he's a Vino malkeinu he's also our father and we have a true relationship with him where he doesn't judge us and he just loves us that doesn't mean that he doesn't criticize us doesn't mean he doesn't want to guide us doesn't mean we might, might get some natural consequences for the things we've done wrong but it's so important to understand that there's a clear specific hierarchy a specific relationship that a father has with a son which is analogous to the, our relationship with Hashem it's specific it can't be different and if it is different, if the the hierarchy is broken, if it, the father doesn't play his correct role, but rather acts as a judge instead of as a father, it causes destruction. It, it ruins the Yishuv Ha'olam. It ruins the peace between people. Because when the hierarchy is broken, chaos ensues. I want to bless you. I ask you to bless me. Hashem should help us To be able to recognize what is our role what is our relationship with our children what is our relationship with our parents what does it look like what is our job in that role should help us to have the balance knowing where we are is all about balance should help us to have the balance between a certain level of judgment but really deeper understand our role as a guide understand our role as a role model for those around us. Hashem should help us to have the khashivus to understand the importance of judgment, of rules. Shavitim v'shitrim. Hashem should help us to appoint so to speak judges and policemen over ourselves. We need to be our own judges and our own policemen to make sure we are doing what's right. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.